It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Amber, Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Ashley, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Ashley. And we are two, two girls and a bottle of wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Ashley DeLorenzo is back. How far along are we this day? We are... <laughs> <laughs> we are 35 weeks. Five more to wow. go. Probably less, but five. Really? Yeah. See, that's what my other friend, which we every time we talk about your pregnancy, my other friend is just a few weeks behind. Like, she had the baby September 1st. Yep. And, um, like, that's what her doctor said. And then she... Was late. She was a day, a day late. Yeah. And they were all set to induce two days after. Right. thankfully, things happened. Have well, you started having contractions? Um, I don't know. I don't you think so. I have been getting, like, back pain, though, which they said is, like, sometimes a starting sign of it, too, because, like, you can have back labor, potentially, but... um, And epidurals do not help with that, right? uh, I don't know. I've heard that. I'm... I mean, I'm... I know. It's not your plan. (laughs) Kate went through 17 hours of labor. But hers wore off. No, it right? didn't wear off. It got to the point where the contractions were so intense that they had to give her something on top of it. So oh. what happened is her labor started. They had to break her water, and then they had to give her that medicine that promotes contractions. Pitocin, yeah. yeah. Everyone knows this medicine except me. I'm like, <laughs> when I start you know describe, it when you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess the combination, they had to do something on top of the epidural. But like, oh, okay. I stopped in to see her, like... It was probably hour nine and just talking to her. And there was this machine that I could Measures, watch. yeah. Like you could see the contraction coming on and I would like hold her hand and stop talking. And then she <laughs> would do her breathing and then it would, you know, chill out. But I de- definitely didn't hang around long for that because I yeah. was like, no. Nope. <laughs> and I'm like, Ashley, are you sure? I know. Because <laughs> yeah. that was insane. Yeah. And I mean, everybody has differing right. opinions. And I've gone into it with the mentality that I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the absolute chance I could get in there and be like, this is BS. Horrible. <laughs> like, shoot me up with every drug you have. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm never going to be that person that's going to be like, I'm doing it. It's my way or the highway because. Which is good. You know, I that's mean, growth I have seen yeah, in you over the last yeah. four years. No, because <laughs> everything else in my life, you know, it's my way or the highway. Yes. Going into this, I was very much like, well, there's only so much about it I can control, right? Sure. Like, we had baby, we had birth prep class yesterday. And, like, the one thing the woman said, she's like, after everything I've taught you, the one thing I could tell you is that the baby's coming one way or another, whether you're prepared, whether you're not prepared, whether you do medicine, whether you don't, like, you'll start, like, you're going to survive this. This is what happens, you know? And that's kind of been my thing all along is, like, regardless of what I end up doing, at the end, the result's pretty much going to be the same. Right. So, yeah. Little man's coming. Exactly. What's his name again? John James. 
John James. JJ. I, yeah. I got JJ in my hair, <laughs> but the names, I'm like, JJ. Yeah. I like JJ. Sorry, don't, um, your husband does not like JJ. He doesn't. But it's kind of a easier. But he also doesn't want to call him John James either. He just wants to call him John. Which I feel like is such an adult name. Yeah, like maybe when he gets out of high school, he can decide. Yeah. Like I had a friend that we called Doc all through right. high school. And then like I think after high school he went on and he went by his birth name of Darius. Right. And I'm like, and I feel like that's people, adult of you. I feel like a, men particularly tend to do that. Like I know when I started dating my husband in high school, he was Joey. And now like if he introduces himself, he's Joseph. Oh, see, Which, that explains the mentality with the name. Yeah. Because that's where he is mentally. He's like, I right. want to be Joey. I'm right. 30 years old. Is he he's, 30 yet? Yeah. Okay. And he's like, it's just weird to introduce yourself as Joey. Like, it's like a kid name, which I totally get. Uh-huh. He doesn't care if other people call him that. But, like, in a work setting, he is Joseph. Like, which is, yeah. it's fine. But <laughs> it's just, I think, like, a lot of guys go through that, uh-huh. you know? Like, my, even my brother, right? Like, his name is James, but he's gone by little Jimmy forever. I'm sure at some point he's probably going to not want to be little Jimmy anymore. Right. Maybe go Maybe by just Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. So. Oh, that's funny. So yeah. how's the preparation? Like like you said, the baby's coming no matter what. I yeah. saw the nursery. Yeah. Adorable. It is. Thank you. We, I have to do that whole like wash stuff. That to me, okay, <laughs> seems like such a damn waste of time. You have to use the... Baby, yeah. And I get the concept behind it, like, okay, you don't know what's touched the stuff, whatever, you're going to wash it. This is not the Ashley, because Ashley, I know, know. is like, let's deep clean everything Everything. every week. And I guess my thought process on this is like, am I raising a sissy already? (laughs) Like, let's build up this kid's damn immune system. But I am going to wash it for those out there that are, like, freaking out right now. Oh, there's a lot of people that are like, what the hell, what the hell, oh my god. Yeah, I'm just... I will wash all of the bedding. I'm just hesitant to wash the clothes because I'm just like, well. What if? I don't even know what this kid's going to. I don't know what I'm going to wear tomorrow. How do I know what this kid's going to wear? What if he comes out longer? Or super small or. Yeah, I just don't know. And see, again, back to Kate. They didn't know the gender. Right. And we all thought it was going to be a boy. I I totally thought it was going to be a girl. At At one of her appointments, someone slipped and said he. So we're like, Bam. It's going to be a boy. And so even though we went gender neutral, like with the baby shower, she went gender neutral with everything she was buying. There was some blue stuff. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the hard thing with gender neutral is even though you don't want to, you like before I even found out it was a boy, I had set in my head what I thought it was. Uh, And not to say that I would have been disappointed if it wasn't if it was the opposite, but I had plans already. So like my old plans would have been like boom, th- blown, blown up. up. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I think what's so hard about gender neutral is there's not a ton of like super gender neutral stuff out there. It tends to no. lean one way or another. Yeah. And so she was going with the forest theme, which right. is kind of gender neutral. Yes. Yeah. Um, but. So, like, when I went and saw her in the hospital after she had the baby, I had a bunch of pink clothes. Right. Because we're like, let's get this girl some pink. (laughs) And then the first time, first and only time I stopped by her house to drop off some diapers, more baby clothes that are pink. Because I feel bad. Because I was the one going, you're going to have a boy. You're going to have a boy. And then when it comes, and even in the delivery room, she said that one of the nurses was like, oh, yeah, it's probably going to be a boy. That's crazy. And then, like, um, 
their story is they take the baby out and they turn it so that they can see. see? <laughs> and they're like, oh, hello. Here's your little girl. <laughs> I'm like, wow. That's crazy. so funny. I have another – we have friends that um, were also – Trying to be gen- trying to not find out the gender. Well, it slipped on the ultrasound, uh-huh. so they now know that they're having a girl. But it's funny because from the beginning, I have called that one too. I was like, I know that they're going to end up being having a girl. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like a pregnancy intuition. Oh, see, I thought because I've seen people that have girls go through really hard pregnancies. Some like very sick, and Kate wasn't. And then I saw you. You were going through a chill pregnancy. Yeah. And you found out you were a boy. And so I think maybe you're finding out it was a boy. I was like, I really think Kate's having a similar pregnancy. Yeah. I was wrong. I think it's a huge misconception. Like, my mom will tell you that with me, I was probably her easiest pregnancy. And my sister was probably the one she had the most sickness with. And then my brother was actually really hard on her just because he was so big. Mm Mm-hmm. So she's like, it doesn't, she's like, those things are great. And sometimes she's like, but she's like, I would say the truest thing is the how you carry. Mm. And so if you're carrying a boy, do you carry lower? You carry like rounder, like more just belly. And then if you carry girl, they say you tend to carry like more back hips, thighs. Hmm. And see, Kate didn't really get big Either. So that's why, because I, yeah. I kind of thought she was rounder. Yeah. Whatevs. It just depends. I think everyone's so different. <laughs> but it was so much fun. Like, Did it was I, a roller yeah. coaster. Because we're like, boy, boy, boy. <gasps> Girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I know, you know, fighting out is something that people do a lot. But I can see the joy in waiting. Yeah. Because imagine being, going through this intense labor for seven, 16 to 17 hours, and then all of a sudden, oh, a girl. See, I don't know. Knowing me, I feel like I'd be like, dang it, I just bought all this, you know, like I had plans. <laughs> I'm such a planner that yes. I couldn't. And I know that like my husband, like Joey would have gone absolutely crazy not knowing. Oh, really? Yeah. He was really like, he needed to know. <laughs> he needed to know right then and there. <laughs> That's awesome. But. And the size can vary because Kate's a, a small woman like you. Mm-hmm. And it came out 7 pounds, 20 inches. So mm-hmm. she's going to be grown out of newborn size clothing Pretty in like a couple weeks. So yeah. I'm like, okay, don't wash those. Take them back. Get yeah. them the size up. Because I was buying newborn pink stuff because yeah. it's a newborn. And I don't know children's stuff. <laughs> yeah, we have a good mix. Not a lot of people bought us newborn stuff, which we have. We do have enough. But we have a lot of like three, zero to three and three to six, which I think my mom know, kind of knew knowing. Plus, my mom's already buying like two-year-old stuff because she just is crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we did get a really good mix, which I think was good. But it's, I mean, it's, it's unique. Like we joke, we were joking for a while that so – you know, like my dad, my brother and sister are redhead blue eyes, which is so very different from Joey and even myself. Right. And I'm five one in the family. My sister's probably like five seven, five eight, maybe. Yeah. My brother's almost six foot. My dad's six plus. Um, we were joking like we could end up with a six foot redhead as our kid. <laughs> but whoa. <laughs> I um funny enough when I went in for measurements uh last week. She was saying that um, he has short legs. Oh, good. His legs are like actually. <laughs> I mean, not good if yeah. you wanted a basketball player, but, but he could play soccer. Yes, that's what Joy said. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, his his legs are actually like, in a sense, like she's like behind is a term I don't like to use. She's like it's not like he's not developing. It just means he's not like your average leg length for his age, if you will. Aww. So I was like, she was joking. She's like, well, if you ever had doubt that it's yours and your husband's kid, because <laughs> awesome. she's met, you know, she's yes. met Joey. So. Yeah, so we'll see. So we're going to end up with, like, a meatball, I feel like, of a child. <laughs> That's a, a common term these days. Mm-hmm. I, I've i been watching Big Brother. I know you don't. But there's this person on there that is constantly calling people meatballs. And I'm like, this is a common thing. And then yeah. my coworker was talking about a meatball. And I was like... You know, the, I feel like that all started on the Jersey Shore. Which was how long ago? Because it seems like, like a Jersey, years. Jersey Shore term. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the younger generation has carried it yeah. yeah i don't know but i definitely thought of you i was like <laughs> seems like something ashley would have said yep but i've never heard you say that until today yeah and yep. your little meatball is going to be born <laughs> he will yes it's so yeah. exciting it's so exciting it is i'm i don't know i feel like i'm in i hate to say the word denial because i'm not in denial but you've done what you can do to prepare so you're yeah. just kind of like sitting back Chillin', enjoy the quiet. Yeah, I'm just... very soon you're not going to have quiet. Right. And I feel like so many people approach you and are like... Which is really weird. I swear to myself I'll never do this to a pregnant person. But, like, they're like... They're like... They ask you so many questions and then, like, you answer them. And then they, like, give you their opinion or, like, oh, no, don't do... like. So you're, like, at, you know, the grocery store and someone... Yeah, like, random people. Like, we were at a barbecue and someone I had just met at the barbecue... Was like, you know, I wish you the best labor. Like, you're gonna do an epidural, right? And I was like, um, no, maybe not. And then all of a sudden, I got like, <laughs> I got a 30 minute spiel on my way out the door about, well, don't try and be a hero. And da, 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 and I'm like, oh my god. Uh, so from now on, like, I've learned that I just say, yeah, I just like <laughs> not in agree. I just be like, oh, we're still thinking of, or we're still planning. You know, like I just <laughs> kind of brush over it because. I, I kind of freaked out. When I saw as much pain as the kid yeah. was in, I was like, Ashley, please don't <laughs> put yourself through this. I don't want another friend to go through this without any pain and medicine. And it's different when it's your family and friends and they know you and they know. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I've taken my mom's advice. I've taken, like, Joey's mom's advice. It's different because Everyone's, they know you. Yeah. It's much more awkward when it's somebody you don't really You're know. You're trying to pick out your cantaloupe and this lady yeah. starts. Uh, yeah. What? Exactly. That's when it gets like awkward and you're just like, mm, I just met you. Thanks, though. There should be a pregnancy t-shirt that says, unless you know me, right. don't touch my belly and don't give me advice. Oh, the touching the belly thing. That is weird. That is. Because it really happens. Yeah. It does. Like, like random people will ask you and I just kind of, I think that I've done a really good job. I tend to stand like this, like with oh. my arms over my stomach uh-huh. more than like the typical arms under your belly pose so i think i kind of people have that impression like mm, she probably doesn't want she's not approachable not yeah. approachable at all like friends and stuff i don't really care but yeah the strangers thing or like people you really know it's like i don't understand why they're touching your belly like what like kate um has been like when she was pregnant she'd be like oh my gosh feel feel there's movement yeah and that was cool but it's not like i'm just touching her right. belly to, that's weird yeah it's like making even, a wish. Even no. in the beginning, like, I know this sounds awful, but in the beginning, Joey would constantly, like, before I really had, a like, an actual visible belly, and I couldn't feel anything in there, 
Joey would constantly like, and I'd be like, please stop. I feel like you're rubbing a gas pocket. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you are rubbing like, I, I don't know, like bloat. That's, it was just right. weird. And then I feel like because I said that to him, he got like really timid and I was like, okay, now you can like feel free to rub it whatever It definitely feels baby-like now and not gassy. <laughs> yeah. There was a point where I was like, please don't touch me there. It's awkward. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> is he ready? Has he been reading any of the books? Um, not really, but we did do classes, like I said. So That's good. He did not really feel like there was purpose in them. Really? Uh, I mean, we learned CPR, infant CPR. I thought that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey, learned, Joey learned a lot yesterday in birth prep. <laughs> I think it was pretty eye-opening for him what happened. <laughs> Even he looked at me and he goes... So they, like, asked the women in the class, like, how many of you are for sure doing medicine? How many of you are, like, in the middle? How many of you, like, really want to go into it without it? I was the only one who raised my hand for without it. And Joey looks at me, and uh, we're watching the videos, whatever. And before we watch the labor video, he's like, are you sure you don't want an epidural? And I'm like, seriously, dude? (laughs) Aren't you on my team here? (laughs) Like, are you already doubting me? He's, oh, treason. Oh, treason. But... But then we watched the video and, like, even the woman said, she was, like, the teacher, she was, like, you know, I think one misconception is that, like, you have intervals mm-hmm. where, like, you're in a lot of pain. But if you can get through that, like, 90-second contraction, then you might have five minutes of, like, oh, this is fine. I don't know. Kate's windows of non-contraction were, like, small. I was, like, oh, my gosh. I got to <laughs> get out of here. I can't be around yeah. this mess. And he's, like, well, that's good to know. And, I mean... Again, like I said, I've never been through it, so yeah. I don't know. Everyone's but, different. Some yeah. of them, like, they go into the hospital, that baby pops out, yeah. and everything's good. It, isn't that what happened to your mom? For, yeah. Yeah, for all, almost all of us. But but see, Kate was having contractions by now, in your stage. Yeah. She had contractions for, like, a month. Yeah. Those yeah, Braxton Hicks. They yeah. Were a B word. And the other thing I liked about not having epidural, so we're delivering at Rose. We have bathtubs in our room, in the birthing rooms, with jets that you can sit in up oh. until you are, like, nine centimeters dilated. Oh. So, like, literally up until the point where you're and ready you're to start pushing. Yeah. Are you bringing your bombs? <laughs> I know. I was like, can I bring my Lush stuff? No. But she was – it was funny because the woman – I asked that. I was like, you know, how long do they let you labor in the tub? And she's like, you can labor in the tub until you get to, like, that not – excuse me, that 9, 10 centimeter where you're ready to start pushing. She's like, because we won't let you push before 10 centimeters. She's like, and then we'll get you to the bed. And I was like, oh, that sounds freaking perfect. And she's like, I have had women, though, that, like, they get in the tub and they don't want to get out. I was like, oh, that'll be me. That will 100% (laughs) be me. I want to have a water birth all of a sudden. (laughs) And she's like, we won't, we're not equipped to do that here. She's like, but we will let you stay in there for, she's like, and I would say that if you're not doing medicine, I highly recommend it. So, but if you do an epidural, you can't do those things. Right. And they have like birthing balls like that we can use and stuff. It looks like a peanut. Mm -mm. It's like, it's like an exercise ball. See, there was one in Kate's room that was like an exercise ball that had been squished in the middle. So it looked like a peanut. So they had her put it between her legs and it was supposed to help the baby know. Which way? Yeah. Mm, This one's more for like. (laughs) <laughs> bouncing on <laughs> letting gravity do some work and also for like oh my um, gosh you better be snapping <laughs> uh, it's also more like she's like the big thing is like your pelvis like uh-huh. rolling that and opening it so she's like that's kind of like what it's for too so if you are you doing that at home currently yeah but i feel like i i don't know i'm i just 
I'm ready. I'm so ready. Like, I'm not scared. I'm not. Oh, my goodness gracious. I thought that going to that class yesterday, I was going to walk out of there and, and like it was finally going to hit me and I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm freaking right. out. And I and we walked out of there and Joey's like, so how do you feel? And I go, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's, Let's just do this. Do this. And oh he just kind of looked at me like, who are you and what have you done with my wife? Because <laughs> ah! it's so not me. Right. But. I'm I'm happy for you. I'm nervous as heck for you. Just yeah. Because I, I don't know that I want to be as close. Like being in there when their contractions are happening. I'm like, that was kind of traumatic. Yeah. I think about it, I'm like, I don't want to see like my good friend going go through, through that. that. And I'm just and her husband's like, yeah, this has been happening for like eight hours and. We just kind of have to wait. <laughs> That's <laughs> and I don't and where they delivered some I forget where Skyridge Skyridge okay I was gonna say I know Rose will only let you have like your significant whoever you pick as your support support partner so whether it's like uh-huh. your significant other usually or like parent and one other person with you and, and I you, was on a list yeah you so do have to have like a, her mom and her husband and then I was able to come in and when the doctor came in. Not the doctor, the nurse. The nurse was like, are you okay to do this with the friend in here? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And did you have to, like, swap out with someone? No. Oh, so at Rose, like, you can have... So, like, for instance, I'd have Joey. Yeah, and then if, like, let's say my mom was here and then, like, I had someone else on the list, I'd have to swap out my mom, like, the other person. Gotcha. They they don't want it to be, like, too many people in there. Well, I'm sure... Because she didn't give birth for, like, three hours. Yeah. If it were closer, she was only, like, at seven... Okay. Um, it may have been a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, okay, this is good. <laughs> I need to go to dinner with my fiance because he was about to leave the town. Uh, leave town. So I was like, got to go. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Peace Keep out. me posted. <laughs> Yikes. See you when this is all over. <laughs> yeah. So glad for you. But we. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, um, let's talk about, I don't know. We'll talk about some something. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And we're back with two girls and a bottle of wine and Ashley DeLorenzo. And um, so we typically go to brunch after we podcast because we podcast on Sundays. We do. This might be the last one for a while. Possibly-ish. Oh, I should have like brought cake or something. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we were talking, you know, we got to stay close this time because I'm finally having a washing machine delivered. Yes. Um, My washing machine broke. Four weeks ago, and about a week afterwards, Steve came home, so we were able to go pick one out together okay. and buy it, and then it was supposed to be delivered on Labor Day. and so Which they, is two weeks now? No, a week. Okay. Yeah. So that's three weeks after it was supposed to be delivered, it, three weeks after it broke. Right? right. So they called the day before Labor Day. So they're like, we just started processing your order, and this was like almost a week after we ordered it, and I was like, What? I was planning on Labor Day being all about the laundry. Right. That's it. That's all I was going to do. And I'm like, and what does that mean? Well, we might be able to deliver it by Wednesday. I have a job, people. Oh, that drives me insane. And my calendar for work was not flexible enough for me to be able to work from home. Right. And I'm like, ah, that's not going to work. And they're like, well, how about Saturday? I'm like... I have a hair appointment. I schedule hair appointments eight weeks out. So right. I'm like, no, we don't touch those. I feel you on that. And so I was like, well, I guess Sunday. And then I was like, well, I'm supposed to podcast with Ashley. I'm like, well, worst case scenario, if they deliver in the morning, then uh, that might be happening while we're podcasting. Right? right. 
Um, and I was like, but, you know, what do you have for afternoon? And their afternoon time slot for, was 11 a.m. to 4. I'm like, that's not really afternoon. Right. That's like <laughs> midday yeah. slot. I was like, well, whatever. And then they, they called this morning and said, well, we're going to deliver it between 2 and 4. Okay. But I from all of this crap, we have laundry piled up in rooms mm-hmm. that we hide from people coming over <laughs> to visit. Unless you look in our dining room. Don't do that. Um Lowe's, man, they totally dropped the ball. But I'm not good at like being like, what are you going to do for me? Right. And Steve's like, well, they could waive the delivery fee. Well, there is no delivery fee. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, well, and I'm like, yeah. So I don't know. I'm not, I, mm, I don't want to like take it out on the driver that actually delivers and not tip them. Right. It's not their fault. Right. But Lowe's, boom, hate them. So I always resort to... And I found that this works really well. I resort to like their social media. Oh. And I've that has resulted in like Comcast sent me a $250 gift card because of issues I had with them and I wrote it on their I blasted them on their Facebook page. What did you say? I was just I had been so I had moved apartments and it was supposed to cancel on one and start on the other. And Whoever moved into my old apartment, I guess, just plugged their stuff into the wall and then was watching Comcast but never called Comcast. So Comcast assumed it was me. Oh, dear. So they tried to bill me for two different places. And I'm like, no, I can show you I don't live there. And they're like, well, someone's watching TV there. I'm like, that's your problem. Turn off the damn thing. Like, no, that's not on me. And I went round and round and round with them. So they were... Because I had, in their mind, I had a past due because I, I refused to pay that portion. They were threatening to turn off my current. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not how this works. Right. So I went round and round and round. Finally, they got it fixed. It took me, oh gosh, probably like two to three weeks of just, and I let people have it. Like, I don't care. I'm nice to you <laughs> on the phone because I know that. that you are in customer service. But the minute you... The minute you give up and you're like, I can't do anything for you, that's when I lose it. Like, if, if I see you're trying to do something for me, I worked in customer service in a call center. Mm-hmm. I get it's not fun. But the minute you stop trying to do something for someone or stop listening to someone, that's when I lose it. Because, like, that's your job in customer service. Right. And if you don't like that, then get out of customer service. <laughs> right. But um, so after, like, two, three weeks, finally, and uh, they asked me to take – I took surveys after I absolutely was taking those surveys and I was just so beyond frustrated at this point that I had gone onto their Facebook like two days before it finally got resolved because this had been dragging out and I just I basically just wrote like I think I gave them I think you had to at least give them one star you couldn't like not so I did and I explained the whole process I had gone through I put like direct quotes in there of like how rude they were just to me on the phone um, and sure enough, I got, um, I got a phone call about it and someone was like, you know, I'm so, and I told them everything. I was like, listen, you can look back in the notes. I don't know what they documented, but here's what happened. Here's what happened on my account. And, um, she was like, okay, well, we'll see what we can do to come up with a resolution for you. And I didn't hear back from her again. So I just assumed like, okay, they're going to do something internally. And then two weeks later, I got a visa card for $250. That's awesome. From them. Yeah. That is great. Good job, Comcast. My problem is is that I'm just like I roll over and take it. I'm like, oh, not oh me. that sucks. I oh, refuse. I, I guess. And so I text Steve when when this happened 
And he's like, WTF, that's not acceptable. Yeah. Who did you speak to? And I'm like, well, it's my fault. I can't work from home. I'm, I'm, I don't know where I get this. I get it from my parents. They're non-confrontational. <laughs> I don't like confrontation. I don't do well with it. it. I just will passively aggressive complain about them and not go to Lowe's. And buy anything. That's funny. My mom is that way, but my dad is so not. I can see your dad. Let's talk about your dad in a minute. Yeah, but like (laughs) Joey will always, if he hears me on the phone with customer service, he'll be like, Ashley, your tone. And I go, no, Joey, I know it's not her fault. I go, but at the same time, she chooses to work for, he or she chooses to work in customer service for a company who clearly doesn't give a, you know, a rat. And Sorry, but if this is who I get connected to, this is who I'm taking it up with. So Steve's sister, very much like you, but she, like she, um, they just built a house and they built, they bought their electronics and their um, appliances, that sort I'm looking Mm -hmm. for, like a year before the house was actually finished. So they sat in boxes. Well, something happened where maybe a mouse got in and peed on a circuit board for one of their appliances. And so... It was technically like a week or two after the warranty ran out. Ooh. So she called them, t- told them what's up. They did nothing for her. So she got on LinkedIn, found the vice president of the, of the whoever, whatever company it was, messaged them, and a new circuit board was coming out on the house. Yeah. I'm telling I'm you, like, you. And like the way I, I look at think it. like that. I guess the way I look at it is. Worst case scenario, nothing's going to happen. Best case scenario, something's going to come out of it. But I just felt with that, speaking of my dad, changing his flight. We changed his flight like seven times to the point where we (laughs) couldn't do it anymore. And I had to call Southwest every time. They lost funds, yada, yada. And the last time I'm talking to this girl and she goes, well, there's nothing I can do for you. And she was just like your regular call-in customer service person. And she's like, I've already spoken to my supervisor about it. And I go, well, I would like to speak to your supervisor. And she's like, well, she's going to tell you the same thing I'm telling you. And I go, well, I want to hear it from her. Put her on the phone. Sure enough, her supervisor gets on the phone. I tell the supervisor exactly what I had told her. Clearly, she I don't know if there was just a miscommunication in relaying it. The supervisor... I mean, an hour on the phone with her, but still she dug and dug and dug, finally got it fixed. She's like, I'm so sorry to do this to you, but I actually have to transfer you now to a different department. She's like, but I found like those missing funds and we're going to get this rectified for you. She transferred me and then all of a sudden everything was good and clear. And I was like, thank you. so." And see, that to me is where it's like, just because you don't want to deal with the issue doesn't mean that you should that that's right. okay. Just you because know? at your level you can't right. do something, it exactly. doesn't mean there's not something that can be done. Exactly. So raise it up. That's why there's yeah. supervisors in call centers. That's why, you exactly. know. Exactly. And like in those situations, so like after that happened, I went out onto Southwest's Facebook and I put a great, like I'll put good feedback. I have no problem doing both. Like if you take care of me as a customer, I will be 1000% loyal. And I mean, I never really book with anybody besides Southwest anyway, but I can tell you that now for sure, I have absolutely no reason to because of how they handled that because they did such a good job with taking care of that for me. I, I have no, yeah. So when you like, I'm a loyal customer. If you treat me good and you give mm-hmm. good customer service, I will never go elsewhere. But the minute that you stop trying, stop trying, I'm done. That's frontier and spirit to me. Yeah. Um. So speaking of your father. He was set to come into town for like a long weekend to put in a deck. For six days? Six days. Okay. And how long did he end up staying in town? 
I'm sorry. Don't get mad at me. Like 14 days? It felt like longer. Yeah, two full weeks. And he didn't build a deck. What did he build? A patio out of pavers. But this was... <laughs> oh, boy. I guess I heard his side... Which like, is probably similar to my side, so... But he's like, freaking Joey. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. That's the right side of it. So he... We had asked my dad in June, will you help us build a deck? We had looked at... And you at, told me before June that he would probably want oh, to Oh, yeah, we knew. Yep, we yeah. knew he'd help us. So um, we looked, and my dad's like, yeah, like, just get the materials. I'll save you the labor costs, because labor costs in Denver right now are insane. And your dad's not a young chicken. No. <laughs> He's no, he's not. But though. he's put, he did his deck, uh-huh. both of his decks. He did my grandpa's deck three different times because my grandpa keeps adding on. Um, so he's used to this stuff. Like, he has no problem doing it. So we were, we had priced out, Joey originally wanted a paver patio. Okay. okay? We priced it out with materials, with somebody to put it in. It was going to cost, we got quoted at, I think, like $33,000. Holy For muffin. a patio paver. And I was just like. Yeah, like, if I had $33,000 laying around, it would be in the house. Not, right. like, like I would have put that into the house. It's not something I just keep in my bank account. So we were just like, okay, pavers are clearly not an option. And we knew that pavers was going to be the most expensive route. So then the next option was, let's look at, Joy wanted to do stamped concrete, which gives, like, a similar look. Uh-huh. I grew up in Queens. I hate concrete. I grew up in Manhattan in the concrete jungle. Like, the last thing I want is concrete in my backyard. So when we found out the price for that, I think it was, like, it was going to be, like, 10000 And I was, like, to me, $10,000 for concrete, screw it. I'll just have an entire grass yard at this point. I right. don't care. So then I was, like, can we please just go look at a deck? And Joey's very biased against decks because his dad has always had patio pavers or concrete oh, or stamped concrete okay so that's where he gets it from i am very biased because my family has always had decks i like decks so we decided let's just go price out the composite decking deckings come a long way there's zero maintenance on it yeah so, so we, it looks like wood and it's not actually wood. exactly so we went and looked and we priced everything out and everything was going great we had like developed a plan in place this was going to be great um we figured out cost for materials. I think it was like, it was still pricier. It was probably like six grand. But we were like, okay, whatever. This is worth the investment. My dad's mm-hmm. going to come put this in. Everything's going to be great. Then the conversation changed to, well, wow, that's a really big deck. Because we did the whole length of our house, which to preface is like 35 feet long. Yes. Which is big. So my dad was like, why don't you guys compromise and do half a deck do two steps that go down and then do a patio paver and do your fire pit over there. Oh, yeah. So you're getting both, right? Oh, that would have looked nice. So that was the this was what my dad was coming out to do. He's like because then I can get your deck done and that'll we'll knock that out and then you can do patio the paver part at a later date. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we were all for this, right? So now we're just paying costs for deck equipment which was going to be like even less now, like 3-4 grand. Yeah. Costs for just the paver equipment at some later date. Two weeks before my dad is supposed to come out, my dad's like, have you guys ordered the equipment yet? Like the supplies. And I was like, no, we're going to do it this weekend. It's a week delivery time, yada, yada. So Joey comes home from work that day and I was like, hey, we got to go to the deck store. We got to order the deck stuff. And he goes, 
you know, I've been thinking. Uh Uh-oh. And I go, just stop. Just stop thinking, please. (laughs) He goes, no one gave you that permit to think. Exactly. (laughs) He goes, I really don't like decks. He goes, I feel like a deck, because we're going to have to have a rail, is going to close off our backyard. And I go, well, first of all, there's other options. We don't have to put a railing up. We can do stairs. But with a child, don't you want a railing? Well, we would have just done, what my dad would have done was stairs along the whole side of the deck. Oh, Like really long stairs so that it was a step down. Um, Joey could not vision this. He was on a one-track mine and like no hard feelings here, but it's because his dad has pavers and right. his dad has It's what bad. he knows. Right. I've always grown up with decks. I don't, right. I've, pavers are not even an option for me right. mentally. So, so I would be the opposite, but yeah. same thing. So I was like, I thought we agreed we we're going to do this half and half thing. Like, and I, and I know my father very, very well. And I said to Joey, I said, you get to be the one to call my dad and tell him that he is either now putting in pavers or he can cancel his flight. Because I was like, I don't even know that my dad can do that project in this in this timeline, in the scope. So Joey's like, it's going to be really easy. I talked to the guy. We have a level backyard, all this stuff, right? And we're sending. So my dad's like, well, I've already booked the flight. Let's just. He's like, I can put in pavers. It's just more work. He's like, so you need to be prepared on the front end. He's like, I can't get there and right. be sitting for days. So my dad was basing this off of pictures we were sending him, having never seen our backyard. Joey was basing this off of the fact that he is not an expert in homeownership, <laughs> period. <laughs> and I kept telling him that we have a sloped backyard. He's like, no, we have a flat lot. And I'm like, no, when the woman came out to quote us on the paver patio, she said – we're going to have a two-foot drop-off at the end of our paver patio because we have a slope. Really, really minuscule slope, but we have a slope. He did not believe me. Oh, dear. He orders this stuff, you know, all of the stuff he thinks we need. My dad gets out here on day one, and day two they're trying to do this, and my dad's like, you don't have what you need to do this. Oh, man. So day one got wasted. So day two, halfway through the day, they finally – bring the rest of the supplies so they didn't start till like halfway through day two so now a day and a half is gone so and it's laying pavers in comparison to laying board planks is a lot more work you have to excavate you have like it was just so much work and as you said my dad is i mean he's not an old guy but he's not a young guy either right right? you know and it's hot here in denver it's been really hot lately they're hauling pavers back and forth my poor dad was so beat up and bruised and tired Mm -hmm. That he was joking. He's like, don't, don't, you know, like, you'll understand if I never come back to visit you again. <laughs> oh my God. Which is not true. We know my dad. Right. But yeah, so it ended up turning into a two week project. And oh. did like Joey give him back rubs? Or I know that's yeah. an awkward visual. Um, but like, get pay for no. him to get a massage. No, Joey, right? like, like, he needs to step him. him up, step it up. Like, buy him like yeah. the best cigars ever. Right. Well, and the funny thing about the whole project is that because Joey thought it was going to be one cost because he had planned for what he thought the scope of the project would be, we ended up paying more than we would have for a deck. Oh, Joey failed. So, but I will say that Joey absolutely loves his patio. He probably would sleep out there if he could. And he constantly asked me, he's like, don't you love our patio? He's like, I feel like you don't like it. And not to be like a facetious little brat, but I can't. I'm like, it's not a deck, right? Like it's just. Doesn't it get really hot? 
Oh, uh, it's not like that bad, but it's just like there's there's no step down, so I can't access my the rest of my yard because we didn't have time to build steps. Right. And when so, you have the baby starts walking, right. you're gonna have to do something. And there's no I don't know. To me, I thought our best option would have been to be to do a half deck, half favorite that patio. That would have been so much fun. Yes. I'm visualizing that. Yeah. And that would have been great. Sorry, Joey. So but um, we have a insanely large patio you do it looks very nice yeah. i saw that your dad posted the pictures yes. and i when he posted the pictures i was like he's just now going home yeah like yeah. i hadn't been in communication with you guys to but i was so happy i got to see him yeah uh, like thank you so much of course he's he's a great guy and i'm glad <laughs> i saw him at the beginning of the project oh, rather than the end because i can was, only imagine the grumpiness he was still in really good spirits i think there was a point though where he was ready to kill joey <laughs> and like Yes. You know, I think other things came up too, like Joy's like, well, you know, I'm worried about this and worried about that. And like, I'm like, Joy, this is what happens when you have somebody we know come do it versus paying a professional. Right. Like you didn't have that. So like, are there minute little things that like might be like slightly off had a professional done it? Sure. But like at the end of the day, can we stand and walk on the patio without it sinking? Yes. It's Is it going to survive? Yes. Like, yeah. So. And you'll always think of your dad. Yes. And he is already planning his second trip out here to build our stairs. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. He does know that, like, we're... Well, yeah, he knows that we're going to probably get snow within the next month. Hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. It's been, like, 90 degrees. I don't know what's happening with our weather here in Denver. Yeah, he's already planning his trip out again, so... Wow. Well, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they just need to move out here. I know. I know. Because I was like, hey, so are you excited? First grandchild? And he's like... I'm not going to be out here. I know. I'm like, well, you could move. He's kind of a grunt monster sometimes. He, he just likes to be, he just likes to challenge. He'll be out here. He's already planning, like, the next The next time he's coming in, it's in November. So he, I know he planned that perfectly so that right. he could see the baby. And then they're coming in, like, in for the holidays, too. So nice. nice. But, yeah, he's, I, I, I mean, I know he's already thinking about, like, okay, what are we going to do for the house next summer? Like, he, that's right. just how he is. So. Aw. Yeah, Bob, Papa, soon to be yeah. Grandpa. But do, have you guys discussed what each grandparent's going to be called? We really haven't, because like there's Grandma, there's Grandpa, there's Granny. Yeah. There's, well, I guess Grandpa covers the Granny aspect too. Yeah, there's, there's like Gigi. There's like Steve gets called G Pa to try and yeah. keep it cool. There's like Mima and Papa. Like there's yeah, a lot of there options. really are. And I don't it, know. It helps differentiate who you're like. Me growing up is very simple. It's Grandma Blair and Grandma James. <laughs> we yeah. use names. We use names for one side that we weren't like my mom's side, we didn't see them as often. So they mm-hmm. were like, you know, the names. And then like if we just said grandma and grandpa, we knew it was my dad's parents because we spent like every day with them anyway. So Yeah. I don't know, it'll be interesting. I have whatever they want to be called, I'm open. Within reason. <laughs> I'm like, like, if anyone tries to pull the glamour card, I'll probably be like, oh, no. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I would go for that. Or anything, like, really weird, I'll be like, eh. Like, Just like, call me auntie. Yeah. I think I saw that on a movie once. But anything else, I'm, I don't care. They could call them, They could be called whatever they want, I guess. I guess it'll just see what comes down. Yeah, I don't what know. What feels right. Yeah. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, talk about new music. Yes, there's books, so much. And stuff. Yes. All right. And we're back with two girls and a bottle of wine. We oh, are. Oh, wow. What? Oh, my friend was posting videos of the Florida hurricane there. Yeah, Irma just hit Florida 
like this morning, right? Yep. They're riding oh. it out. Keeping our thoughts and prayers with everyone that didn't evacuate. Yes. Which could be a whole nother topic. But, you know, I will take a snowstorm any day. Yes. Over a hurricane. I'm glad wildfire. I live in Colorado. Yeah. Like, we have wildfires. But not really, like, close. close, but not here. We should be knocking on something. Yeah. This is plywood. That'll work. We have um, no hurricanes. We're not close enough to no. the ocean. Tornadoes, again, like, maybe come close, Out but on not the really, plains. like, yeah. through. And, I mean, yeah, like, worst we're going to get is, like, a snowstorm. Like, they bring tornadoes. They bring yep. flooding. You know, I'm like, like, Steve has family in Texas, and yep. they're always like, are you okay? I heard about the big snowstorm. And I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I feel like, like the same thing. I'm like, it's like hours away. <laughs> I sent I sent a text to them, because they are in Houston, and I'm like, are you guys okay? And they were not. Like, right. They're like, oh, the, the water's coming up the driveway. I'm like, oh. See, uh, snowstorms, so much better. Yeah. And they were saying um, Texas got like 50 inches of water, which would be like 300 plus feet of snow. That's like, crazy. In comparison. So I, I don't know that I would want that kind of snowstorm. Yeah, I'm good. But mm, anyway. Yeah. Positive news. Let's talk about like there's been so much new music. There has. And like I, you and another friend of mine posted about the new t- Thomas Rhett Right, which you knew I was, like, obsessed with him before. Right. So your story, your life story and your love story kind of coincide with he and his wife And he just seems like such a good person. Like, I'm all down for that. And, like, his song, Life Changes, is, like, his story over the last year. And I'm like, goosebumps. And I do like that song. Sometimes I get, like, I have to be in the mood to listen to that song. But his other new song, um, Unforgettable, on his album, is amazing. So why are there stars? I don't understand iTunes. Why are there stars next to songs? I haven't really listened to it a lot. Those are the ones that have been, I want to say, released outside of the album. Okay. Unforgettable has? I think so. Craving You, I I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. So we'll just play that in the background. That'd be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed. I love him, though. So I think his new album is great. I Maybe this was me being like in another world. I didn't even realize the new album was coming out. Oh, yeah. It's been all over my social media. Yeah, I was pretty excited. This is happening. I was very excited about it. So you love it. I do. Um, I don't know that he has plans to be in Denver. I haven't seen anything. I think my friends went and saw him in Nebraska. Okay. um, Because that was the closest he was going to be. Yeah, I hope that background music's not too loud. Sorry, trying something <laughs> new. We're talking music, so let's play it. Um, I I think it's it's adorable. Yes, yes, I was listening to it. Of course, because I am also a fan of the older country, the song with his dad, Red Aiken, okay, mm-hmm. um, was kind of like I was stand yeah, out. This is, gonna be, this is gonna be good because yes. Red Aikens, I break for brunettes. Like, right, I love that song, and it's a fun song. It's called Drink a Little Beer. No, I really like his album. I think it's a good mix, and I uh, was really pleasantly surprised with how many of the songs I liked. Really? Because you loved his last album. Well, no, I really only liked two songs oh. on his last album. So that's why, like, when I went through this album, I was like, okay, do I really want to get the whole album, or do I want to... And I liked Cra- I liked Craving You, which was the first um, See, I'm single. okay without that song. And I am now, too, but, like, in the beginning, I was like, okay, I could get down with this. Uh-huh. And then... Um, Life Changes I liked in the beginning I think I listened to it too much And I think it's one of those songs Where It kind uh, of was like um, Sam Hunt In the beginning I loved it And then I heard it like six times I'm like Eh I'm good <laughs> um, 
But his song, Unforgettable, I'm obsessed with. I actually listened to it probably, like, three times on the drive down here. So I'll have to, like, listen to it again. Because I, I just downloaded it, and I just started listening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to a Jason Aldean concert this coming Friday, so I've okay. kind of been focused on his latest album to try and make sure I understand... What's going on? Because I'm weird like that. I need to study for concerts. Because I don't like going to concerts and not knowing songs. What's going on? So I'm going to ask you if you know this name, because this name had never come up for me before. Okay. So there's Brett Eldridge, right, which is, like, big name in country. And when I was going through iTunes looking for new music, I I just saw the name Brett, and I was like, oh, let me check this. Brett Young's new song. Yes. Which one? He has two that were very... In case you didn't know? Yes. So that is, I think, yes. Beverly, who also does the podcast, her and her husband have been married 25 years. He sings that song to her all the time. It's like their song. I love it. Like, I had literally said that had I been getting married now, that would have been my wedding song. Yeah. I'm obsessed. He's super new, and he is an adorable human. You'll have to see a picture. I did. Yeah, I saw his picture. He is a good-looking human. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> why how many times have i used the word human in this podcast i feel like it's been a lot but yeah he's an I mean, adorable man he's probably the maybe i'm sure people would argue this i'll say he's the best country singer i've seen recently like visually yeah okay see i even though team Miranda all the way i think blake shelton oh has yeah. like gotten cuter with age i would agree with that but i'm just really mad at him so <laughs> His latest song, have you listened to it? I'll name the dogs. No. Oh, it is so adorable. It I came out on Friday. I really hard not to like, because even his last album was like, I feel like right after the all of that went, or it came out right before all of that went down. And I was mad at myself for liking, uh, but I still listen to, I'm still actually pretty obsessed with this song as well. Um uh hold on because you're gonna laugh at me when i tell you this um i definitely went through a phase where i'm like what the hell blake came here to forget yes that's a good song but still i i'm not a fan of his last album and i do think it's it's a mental thing and that was his last album right if i'm honest yes yeah and i had i do have that whole album and i was mad at myself for like so much at the time yes not that I'm, like, Team Miranda or Team, like, I'm kind of, like, indifferent, but I was yeah. just mad at him because I never root for the homewrecker. Right. <laughs> and we don't really know no. what happened. Why is this playing? There's the song. There we go, because it wasn't on mute. So, so is he going to have a new album coming out soon? I'm guessing, because yeah. this is not on that album that I right. know of. Because I I just think he's adorable. I think he is a good-looking, like... Miranda. He's got that, like, dad vibe. Like, if I was going to yeah. go through somebody, like, the dad like, vibe. Like, he would like, take care of you. But, which was what I always loved about him, but now I don't believe that either. Right, because he's with Gwen. Mm. I do still think he's a good-looking guy, though. He is. But Brett Young, I will say, I'm not usually into, like, I love Thomas Rhett's music. No offense, I don't think he's attractive. No. Um, same thing, like, Chase I have Rice? a friend. Did you think Chase Rice was cute? Uh, I thought he was like okay. I have a friend who's like a diehard Brett Eldridge. I I don't really think Brett he's like, Eldridge's personality is what sells me on Brett Eldridge. He is hilarious. If you follow I him on see Snapchat, that. Do I do. Him, I him do for dog? my friend. I do. <laughs> I support her. I, I I joke. I'm like yes. I so I follow your husband on Snapchat. Don't worry. <laughs> but I could I could see how personality makes you better looking. I just don't buy it. And then I know like everyone loves um. 
Like, is it Jason Aldean or Eric Church or both, maybe? From a visual perspective, neither one of them are like. Yeah, I'm not like. But blown Eric away. Church has like a cult following, and I am in the church choir. And is it because he. He's just kind of that rebel. He's like, okay. So he's similar to Beyonce, and probably for a different reason than Beyonce. He dropped his last album without letting anyone know. Because he wanted the fans to have it first. He didn't want the radio people okay. and the industry to have it. That's fair. First. Um, so there's a lot of us that have been fans with Eric, fans of Eric for many years. But I feel like there's like my coworker was like, oh, yeah, I like Springsteen. Well, that was his first like big, like big, big monster thing. hit. And I'm like, have you listened to Eric before Springsteen? And she's like, eh, no. So there's the new church choir, and then there's, like, the, the diehard, die hard. and that's kind of cult following. Jason Aldean, I, he's great. I love going to his concerts. I bought tickets to go see him this Friday, mainly because Chris Young is also playing, and I okay. love him. I think he's adorable. That's but fair. I won a meet and greet with Jason Aldean. That's cool. I've seen Jason Aldean in concert several times. Once with – he, Miranda opened for him, and then once Luke Bryan opened for him. Okay. And so is Luke Bryan someone think pe- someone people think yes. is very yes. I'm gonna Google him too. He, um, <laughs> yes. It, well, he sings some like sexually driven songs. See like, the one that's shake, shake it, it for me. me. Okay, I can see that. And the that, move then. song, and yeah, but he loves his wife very, very much. If if and like, he's like judged by his stuff, he's like. He's like a good old boy that you go hunting. Yeah, I, like I would again wouldn't be like, ooh, he's like, no. ooh, yummy. Mm-mm. Chase Rice is is good looking, but for me, Brett Young is like, he could be on like a, a soap opera. He's like, just he's that good, looking. gorgeous. Yeah, like I'd hang a poster of him in my room <laughs> <laughs> if you were fourteen again. Maybe even older than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Is there any other music that you're? That I've been really into lately. Um, I just created like a whole new playlist on my phone because I downloaded some new stuff and was like, we just, we can't keep adding to the same playlist anymore. We need something new. Um, I'm going to ask you this. What about Taylor Swift? Nope. Really? Couldn't do it. I really Couldn't like do her. It. I like the song, Look What You Made Me Do. I love that. And the video just, like, solidified my love for that. But the ready for it. Okay. I I can't. I've tried. I've been listening. And I'm like, I can't get into Now, do you that. have the whole album? It hasn't all been released. So okay. It comes out, I forget, I think, sometime in September, maybe November. Okay. I see how That's well fair. I know. But you know how they sometimes release songs. Songs, yep. You do one the by pre-order. Yeah. And they'll release them as they come. So... And even my phone seems to have not liked it, so it deleted it from my downloaded. I just <laughs> download it again. But I, I think the Look What You Made Me Do song is an earworm that I like. I'm like, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Yeah. And it makes, it's mindless, and I just find myself singing it for no reason. And I will say that I've always been this way about Taylor Swift. So, like, her original, 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 like, let's talk, like, you know, um, Oh my god, I'm totally spacing on the name. Like the slamming screen, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yes, the country Taylor. Yeah, like country. I was all Our on board song. with her. Yep, totally on board. Yeah. Then as she started moving in to other stuff, I I will say that I'm kind of a. Uh, I always like, am never the first one to be like, oh, I love that song, 
And then I feel like I hear it a thousand times and I'm like, all right, I'll just download it because. And then I start to like some other stuff. But like Shake It Off. I didn't like that song. I didn't like it, it, but then it grew on me. Right. Same thing with the. um, There was like another one. I feel like off. I feel like it was off that same album. I also just get really frustrated with. So, like, I feel like she's changed herself so many times that I'm like, who it, Who are you? Have you seen the video? I have. So, it... Like, and it takes it, you through. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, lines up all the different tailors that we've Yeah, seen. and it's... And I feel like she's about to come out very darker and vampier. Yeah, and I... I guess... I don't believe it. Like, maybe she doesn't know who she is. Or maybe in the public eye, she doesn't know who she is. And Madonna used to do that. She would reinvent right. herself. But I believed Madonna more. So, like... Yeah. I guess because of Taylor Swift's backstory, like, I don't believe... You're too cute and bubbly to be dark and vamp... Like, I don't believe it. You can't it. be dark and twisted. I don't believe... I just don't buy it. Right. Um, not that she's not a great artist. I just don't believe her right now. Have you seen all of the different, like, digging into um, the subliminal messages? Messages, yeah, about, video? like, different people and, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that drives me crazy about her is the constant, like, who is she writing about this time? Right. Drama. But it's kind of turned from the boys to, like, friends and, like, yeah. Kim and Kanye and, like... Which I'm also, like... Even the dollar bill in the bathtub from her lawsuit Yeah, thing. which I'm also kind of, like, mm, I don't know. I think she's uh, getting an ego that's... Oh, I'm sure her... Again, she's at that level of stardom where you and i could never relate to her no never and yeah like i don't know she i I just watched it and i'm just like yeah i thought you were so much classier i guess is the word that came to mind but the artistic whoever did this video was very creative and very yeah i wonder how long it took to plan this video oh i'm sure a lot longer than we realize yeah because wow yeah all right, before we wrap this up, we have to talk about books because we do. You and I was really sad when you texted me back that, that I've been like, stuck. So you um, introduced me to Taylor Jenkins Reid. I just love her. Recently finished The Seven Husbands of Evan, Evelyn Hugo, which I was on the fence with whether or not I wanted to get that one. Okay, so um, I pulled up some reviews, and this is from BuzzFeed. It says riveting, heart wrenching, and full of old Hollywood glamour, and. It says it's one of the most captivating reads of 2017. And that encompasses it perfectly. perfectly. And I was on the fence with getting it. So I'm, ca- I'm trying to remember if I have if I bought it and just haven't touched it yet or what or if I was on the fence of even buying it. It was so very different than the rest of her Oh, is it? Books yeah. See, this theme. is only the second one I so, listened to. And I feel like whenever I follow an author, I'll I have a tendency to love all of their books, and then there's one that just oh. doesn't sit with me. And I thought it could be this one. I think that's why I was hesitant. I wanted to give some other things a shot. But I will eventually go read it because I love her as an author. But I'm glad to hear that you liked it because that yes. kind of makes me feel a little bit more like, okay. So much so that I have not been able to download another book. I have credits, which usually when yeah. I have credits, I'm like next download, book, next download. Yeah, I'm like, I'm afraid to – Fall into the hole that you've recently fallen into where I'm... It's just not good. It's crap. That's how I've been. Let me tell you. So you know I was reading like three books a month and going... I have been stuck on the same book since... What? End of July. 
Like I, I, I am halfway through it and I cannot bring myself. And you know, like I bubble bath every Sunday. I bring this book every Sunday into the bathroom with me and I would rather close my eyes and fall asleep than read that book. That is how... What book is it? It's um, Beth Kendrick, New Uses for Old Boyfriends. I think you mentioned that. Yeah. And I really did like where it was going. I thought I was really going to love the concept. And uh-huh. I don't know if I just don't like this author. I don't know if the character is annoying me, if it's both. I don't know if I'm just still stuck on how many great books I read earlier this year. But I cannot. And see, that's what I'm scared of. I don't want to fall into that. Even my my other good friend, you know, her and I always share books and stuff. She even texts me too and she's like, hey, I'm getting ready to go on vacay, like, what books do you recommend? And I was like, I'm going to tell you, I'm stuck right now. I, I am nothing. so, I have nothing to offer, which is so not like you're me. the book person. You I are know. the one that tells me what's next. I know. And I have like three or four books sitting queued up, but I am so the type of person that will not start an- another book until I finish it, the other one. I just, I don't know. It doesn't seem right to me. It seems like cheating. (laughs) That's funny. Because there have definitely been a couple books I've started to listen to, and I'm like, and it's been for, like, book clubs, which... Right. That's different. I'm like, I can't do this. And I'm, like, halfway through. I'm like, I just need to man up, finish Mm -hmm. it, and then move on. But the good thing is is that whatever I read next is going to seem like an awesome book because... Right? Yeah. Well, if anyone listening has any suggestions for us... Yeah, let us know. Our way because I do, and I like a good like chick book. Yep, no, me too. I'm not. I, ain't no shame. No, me. I either. just I did um, listen to James Patterson's Private. Okay, which I've never re- read a James Patterson. I've seen some TV shows that spun off from his books, mm-hmm. and I think it was a free download. Okay, and it was good, but I, I'm not into those crime. Yeah, me, me either. But there was a. An, like a Hollywood glamour aspect to this story. So I do recommend that. But okay. I don't know that it would be something you would love. And I will say that I know the author that I do re- – another author that I do really like, um, Beth Harbison. Her She's supposed to be having a new book come out. So I may just have to, like, jump ship and read that one because I know that that will be good. Right. So we'll see. But, yeah, I've been, I've been in a rut. I've been That's in a book no rut. Good. I know. You're going to have breastfeeding time. You need I know. To find what am I going to do? be reading kids' books at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> well, goodness, I, I'm kind of bummed. This might be the last podcast for a long time, but we'll no to. pressure. Let me know. Yeah, Keep we'll plan posted. something. Yeah. For sure. Well, good luck. Thank you. Epidur or not. Thank you. Thank you for coming all the way across town. Of course. To podcasts and chat with me. We always have so much fun. We do. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsandabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.